We are Chris and Beth Bruno, and this is the Walking With Podcast. We lead a team of brave and brilliant story work counselors and coaches around the country, all committed to helping you come alive. Join us as we explore the sacred landscape of the human heart at the intersection of theology, psychology, and ministry. So when I work with pastors and we start processing some of the work and life and ministry that they're walking through at the moment, there are two main things that come up really towards the beginning, generally, not always, but generally two main things. The first is that uh, people in ministry are lonely. And the second is that every relationship that the pastor has is somehow connected to the ministry that he or she is involved in. So those two things that there's a deep loneliness and there's relationships that are all intertwined in the work. And that is such a hard place to be, isn't it? It's such a hard place as a as somebody who loves relationship and loves to serve in relationship. And that's kind of why we're in ministry in the first place is to be in relationship with people and the whole thing with two or more gathered. That's where where I am, this this place of community. But it's in that very place of community that causes such isolation and loneliness for people in ministry. Why? It's, like, tell tell me a little bit more about why that would feel so lonely. Well, a phrase that we use a lot in the work that we do with, pe- with people in ministry is that we cannot have all of our friendships in our own food chain. We cannot have our friendships in our food chain. And what we mean by that is when we are a pastor, we are the spiritual shepherd over people. We are also um, overseeing a staff team. And oftentimes those those people on our staff were very personally and uh, deeply and intimately connected to and relationally connected to. They're often friends that we've met or developed over time or we're investing in their spiritual growth or making sure they're marriage is going well or asking those kinds of accountability questions and all that. We're deeply involved and invested in them and them and us. And then we're also spending a lot of time in the trenches together. And so there's that like connection and uh, kind of trauma bond that happens in, in ministry where, Hey, we're, we're fighting these battles. We're facing these giants. We're taking these hills together and we're spending inordinate amount of time together, whether it's on a trip or whether it's, you know, throughout the week, it's, 6 a.m. prayer meetings all the way till 9 p.m. board or elder meetings or, you know, worship times or whatever. There's this a lot of time spent. And so we're so deeply invested and involved in the people that we're around. And there's oftentimes no space for just us. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're exhausted at that point. So to invest relationally elsewhere, there's just little capacity for that for most people. Yeah. Or a sense of why? Why would I do that? Why not invest in the thing that I've really given my life over to? Why would I put my time and energy anywhere else? But it leaves that sense of where do I feel safest? Where do I get heard and cared for? And where do I get seen as just a, a peer and not somebody above or below, you know, over and it's so intermixed, right? Like there's, I remember times when we were living overseas where I would be reviewing another staff's budget with them to make sure they had raised enough support. And then I would be kind of scrutinizing how they were spending their money to make sure that they had enough to make it through and all of that. And I would be helping them make the 
the family decision on uh, whether or not they were going to buy a certain appliance to make their life a little bit easier, but it was a big expense. And so I was getting into some of their marriage stuff and then they were having some marriage troubles. And so I was doing some marriage counseling, kind of walking through those things with them. And then they were over for a small group and they would be in our living room and they would be, you know, we'd be talking about the scriptures and about our personal lives and they would be praying for us and we'd be praying for them and we'd be sharing our life struggles. It was so yuck and meshed and intertwined <laughs> that it, it just so that's why like you can't have your friends in your food chain. And, and I, I don't want to say like, you can't be, you can't be friends with people in your food chain, but you also have to have friendships elsewhere. You also have to have, everyone has to have friendships elsewhere. And that's where I am deeply good friends with people on my team. And I love them so much. And I have friendships elsewhere. And so do they. And so the level of depth that we're in, in the places that we find ourselves, in the trenches that we find ourselves is good and, and, and you know, helpful and all that. And they have other places to go process. Mm-hmm. It's when we don't have those other places to go process, um, my relationship with him or her, if it's not talking directly with him or her, like if we don't have that other space, then we begin to isolate internally. We begin to pull away. We begin to protect ourselves. And that's where some of that loneliness comes, especially for people in ministry of like, I have things I need to share, but I can't share them with you because uh, I am actually your discipler or I am actually someone who's like leading you spiritually. I am not sure that this is a safe place for me to process my life. Well, and you mentioned the word enmeshment. So, you know, I remember, I want to get back to that, but I remember when you and I first realized the importance of this and there was one couple in our organization who was not anywhere in our food chain. We didn't report to them and vice versa. They were in a kind of a different category of ministry. There was only one other expat couple and we liked them and our kids liked each other. And I remember sitting down with them at dinner one night saying, we need you guys. We have to be intentional with building this friendship because we actually really need you. And we were, and they became our closest friends because they were different. (laughs) They were outside of, and it was so refreshing, I think, for both of us, for all four of us to have that relationship. And so we began to learn the importance of it then. But even with that special friendship, there were other relationships within the organization that became too enmeshed and very unhealthy. And I know you see that a lot in ministries that you're working with today, Talk to us a little bit more about that, about why this leads to really unhealthy enmeshment and like on the far end of the spectrum, spiritual abuse Mm -hmm. and control. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so complicated. I don't know that we can get into it all right now, but what I often see happen is, okay, so somebody hears, you know, you can't have your friends in your own food chain. Well, so they, they develop friendships outside of their direct food chain, but they're still somewhere in the community. So for example, a pastor is not going to be in those deep, deep places and friendships with people on his own staff in his own church, but he develops friendships with other pastors in the same denomination down the road or across the state. And so there's these clusters of pastors that will get together or in a you know in a parachurch organization these leader organi- you know leader leaders that find themselves in the same kind of milieu of leadership and they become friends well even then you're still part of the same organizational structure 
to where there's still some ties to who you are and how they, you know, what impact they could potentially have on you and vice versa. And so it's still not even that far enough removed. And so I see that happen a lot. But enmeshment is uh, really the definition of enmeshment. And this is not a dictionary definition. This is the Chris off the cuff definition. But it is where um, I don't know where I end and you begin. And I don't know where you end and I begin, where we're so involved and invested in all the different places and spaces of our lives that there's no sense of I am an individual and you are an individual. I am over here and you are over there. And so those two psychological terms, enmeshment versus individuation, are really super important in this area of ministry where I am still going to keep my own self in uh, as an individual. I can be in relationship to you and I can have friendship with you and all that, but I am still going to stay my own individual and not be so deeply intertwined in all the different levels of life. Mm -hmm. Which I think when it comes to marriage is even more important. Oh gosh, yes. That as a couple, you would have couple friends who are other, (laughs) who are outside of any part of that fish, that food chain, um, any part of the fishbowl that mm-hmm. we've that we're talking about as well, in which you might live, like that as a couple, you have other people. Um, that is so important as well. And I find it really helpful too that you find people who are not in ministry. That ministry itself is its own beast, right? There's a way of life and a and a way of being that we can kind of begin to imagine that all of life looks like this. And it's really enriching to have friends and people outside of ministry who are still serving God and pursuing the kingdom and, and, you know, following Jesus in different ways. They're not doing it as a profession. They're doing it as, you know, their, their life. And so that's super helpful as well to get people outside of mm-hmm. ministry. Right. Yeah. Cause I think we lose perspective and mm-hmm. I think we begin to think that all the things are about, this way of being inside of ministry. And we can often forget that there is a whole bunch of other perspectives and ways of being outside. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself, who is a friend that is outside of your food chain? And if you can't name anybody, that is your goal. (laughs) (laughs) That is your next step to find a friend outside of your food chain and sooner than later. Thanks so much for joining us on the Walking With podcast today. As always, if you are interested in learning more about who we are and the work that we do, you can find links in the show notes to see more about that. And we just want you to have a restful July. This last year and a half through the pandemic has been so burdensome. And now as things open up, we hope that you find rest and that this series helps you do just that. See you same time, same place next week.